We are VIC Fellowship, and VIC stands for the Vaccine Information Coalition. You are listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to commercial free and truth radio program in the world. My name is Isabel Demos, and I'm sitting in for Renee today. The title of our show is What in the Cell is Going On? We are on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which can be accessed live on prn.live or by calling 641-741-2308. You may also listen, download, and share with others later on the whatinthecell.podbeam.com or on the front page of our backinfo.website. Today, our guest is the esteemed Dr. True. Hello, Dr. True. Hello. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me again. Our pleasure. We love hearing all the updates that you give us, and we're looking forward to what you have to say today. <laughs> well, it's a, it's an ongoing saga. Every day and every week that goes by, there's a new chapter written, a new page in the book written. So you just have to keep uh, taking it in context, and, and at, least, at least for me, taking with a with a dose of salt, and it let it go down a little easier. But it, there's good news. There's good news on the horizon today for sure. Absolutely, with with the the shungite and the shilajit and all the other things, it's obvious that as we go through this trial, that the good Lord has provided everything that we need for the time that we need it in. So I'm very excited about that, and you have been instrumental, Doctor True. So we are very grateful to you. Well, I just keep my eyes and ears open. I've been doing this for 35 years, so I have a little bit of background history. And I just want to say at the outset that, yes, we I say we, it's not just myself, but many others. Some of them are no longer with us, some great, great men and women, some great patriots who really do love freedom and, and know that the that being free in this country, this constitutional republic, is not free. You've got to stay awake and alert, and you've got to be able to, to go to, into battle daily, uh, put the armor on and go fight these these lies and this, these darts of the adversary, because that's really what's happening here. Yeah. Let me just jump right in if I can. I just want to start by, and I, I'm sure that, that this... Uh, this chart is found somewhere on the, the Vaccine Information Coalition Fellowship, Vic Fellowship website. But I, we can't say it um, often enough to go back and look at, at actually what needs to be said about what is, you know, what is vaccines all about. We are, you know, uh, uh, Renee and myself and, and you and everybody else. We just want to have informed consent to people. If you, if you know what's going on, I mean, if you're totally objectively educated, and then you decide to to do something that you, that, well, it's your choice. But the problem is, most people are just blissfully ignorant of of the, the history and the story behind these these jabs. And I'm not talking about the COVID jabs. I'm talking about uh, going back to the 1950s. Let me just do a quick history if I could, and we'll segue into the, the news stories today that are, that are really amazing. Okay, there's a, a great little chart that, I, that I've, I've had on my wall since, since 2019 or 2020, actually. It's been updated into 2020. But going back into the year 1962, and I was, I was born in 1959, 
And so as a three- and four-year-old getting ready to go to public schools, I had to get my immunization record up to date. So my mother, bless her heart, brought me into the clinic. And here's this, uh, back in the day, there was uh, nurses in the doctor's clinic that had uniforms on. You know, they had their little hats and their little white outfits. I remember this so very well because this chart lays it out. There were three needles that needed to be poked into the kids in 1960 and two. There was a a shot for smallpox, a a shot for uh, DPT, the um, the, the, the shot for that, and as well as a, a shot for OPV, or, which is basically your, your measles, uh, mumps, and rubella. That's when it moved into MMR. Okay, so those are the three major injections that they wanted to have people give. I, I just, uh, I remember that so very well because I, I, was, I was not given informed consent as a kid. Who ki- what kids are? Because my mom had no informed consent. She just was, she was just like, well, if I want to start in the kindergarten, I need to start, you know, I need to have these vaccines. I got to tell you, this is something very personal. I don't tell this to many people, but as a young, young boy, I could see energy is fields around people. I remember this so well. I could, I remember looking at people and, and they had a, a bright energy field. Some people call it aura today. But as a young kid, I could see these things. And I remember seeing them very well around people. And then I saw the people that were that I instinctively, as a child, was like, oh, this is evil. This, this person is, wants to do me harm. And so my mother, bless her heart, bribed me with some brand-new cowboy boots that I, I just – she went and did my school shopping. And these really slick cowboy boots, okay? And I was so so proud of them. They were pointed-toed, you know, and it was so neat because I could run in the sand and not get them in my shoes. I was so yeah. happy about that. I had these, these pointy boots on. I'm so proud of them. And she brought me to the clinic to get my uh, – I was told, if you're a good boy and don't throw a fit and fight, I'll take you up for ice cream. So I was bribed even further. Right. Well, here comes the the nurse with this tray with three – hypodermic needles on him to inject me three times. When she comes walking up to me, I I saw, I mean, she was, I mean, this was dark. I mean, there was like, can I say it? Demons around her? I mean, there, were, there was black cloud coming out of this tray. Yeah. And I, and I immediately started screaming. <laughs> and my mom said, honey, it's okay, it's okay, they're here to help you. Well, she was holding me, but I was all of maybe four and a half, five years old. I remember this so vividly. I waited, waited until that nurse got close, and I kicked that tray full force with my pointed cowboy boot. Good for you. <laughs> and that tray went flying. The hypodermic needles went flying. About hit the nurse in the head, and she let out a few expletives that can be repeated on National Public Radio. <laughs> And I'm just like, ha, ain't kidding me. Well, she came back with the reinforcements, okay? Got one of those kind of kids, right? So my mom, she was, oh, don't you embarrass, don't you, don't you be. And I said, you aren't putting that stuff in me, mama. Uh -uh." (laughs) Uh-uh. I mean, I was, 
I was like a wild hellcat, okay? She, she locked my arms down, but, man, I was, this was, I remember this so well. I was fighting a war here. For whatever reason, this, these black forms and this, out of this tray, I didn't want them in my body. Well, well it's sorcery. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I, it's sorcery. I mean, they take bits and pieces of animal parts and, and, and yeah, toxins well, well. And, and then they just shoot it in you. And I'm telling you, and, and using the fear tactics, I mean, Renee and I would have never met had it not been for our children's vaccine injury. Um, of course, she lost her little girl, but I still have my young man, but he never quite recovered yeah. uh, speech. But, but see, the, 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 the neat thing is I, I had no idea of, of what you know now and what we should all know now, what goes into this. All I know is that, I mean, I was being attacked by the dark forces. And I couldn't, as a kid, I said, I, I don't know what it was in my soul, in my spirit, as a young youngster. I was going, I, I, I was making, and, and keep in mind that the waiting room was full of other kindergarten, you know, little kids. I mean, there must have been 20 other kids in the waiting room. And so here I am into the door, and they're hearing, I mean, this is battle royale, you know, yeah. trays clattering and everything. Well, here's what happened. See, my my mother held my arms back down and, and, and the spot in which they were going to inject. They were, they were, two was going to go in my arm and one in my buttock, okay? Um, that ain't going to happen, all right? Now, as long as I'm drawing breath. What happened to the sterile environment? Uh, that doesn't matter anymore. Well, the sterile environment doesn't matter anymore. They'll jab you anywhere. Well, they, they, this time they, they brought the, the tray, put it on the table, or not not to the side of me. And so they, they took the first shot. And the, a second nurse came in and held my mother, stable, uh, you know, hold my arms while they, the the head nurse, uh, and she was quite buxom. She had quite a lot of fronts. Okay, uh, she came close with that with that needle and that syringe, and was just about to put it and plunge it in my arm. Well, they didn't. They they hadn't held my legs. Uh, <laughs> I still had my legs, and I was on my mother's lap. I remember this so well, because this time I placed a swift kick with my pointed toes right into her bosom. Okay. I mean, it was well-placed as a kid. I don't know what exactly, you know, I mean, I, and she howled. Oh, I, I mean, I kicked her, but good. So did they still make you get jabbed or what? <laughs> oh, it was funny, but they came, the doctor actually came in with another colleague. So the four of them, pinned me down on the gurney while I got my shots. I mean, talk about forcible injection. And I, I was, I was pinned. I was screaming my head off, and my mom was sitting back, just, just in tears, crying over my terrible, irascible behavior. How dare I do this? this and the, the, the nurse was like, "Your kid is happy. What's the matter with you? Can't control your kid, type of thing." But the bottom line is, they did get the, the needles into me. And I got to tell you, uh, shortly after that, I I lost the ability to see these energy fields. I I mean, I, I lost it as a kid. 
I had no ability to see these auras anymore. I remember this that being so so drastic in my life. I just say that as a you know for some people might say, well, Doctor Ott's crazy. He's thinking no. I I like to think it's a there's a much more to it than that. Let me explain why. All right, this is not politically correct, and I don't care anymore uh, to say the the truth as I see it. That's my First Amendment rights to free speech. Now, of course, we don't want to go shouting fire uh, in a crowded theater and cause a trampling of people to panic. But on the same note, if there is a fire and the theater is in trouble, isn't it important to yell fire and to warn people and let them get out rather than burn to death and be burned to a crisp? Absolutely. I submit that our our collective house is indeed on fire. Because in 1983, okay, do the math, from 1962, 21 years, 21 years later, in 1983, there's three doses that I had to be injected with as a child, as a kindergartner in 1964. Now it's gone to 24 doses, 24 shots. Uh, I won't go bore you with all of the of the things that are injected in from 1983, but the point is, look at today, 2022, to get your vaccines up to date. The children between they're required from basically at birth they come out come out of the womb from the hepatitis B shots, all the way to the age 18, but time they reach. Uh, past puberty with the HPV uh, recommended in dosages, et cetera. There's a total of 73, 73 vaccine doses. And increasing. And increasing. And so we have all of this. We, we are, we call it, we have a term vaccination. Well, I, I, I've been long saying we are in a vaccine nation. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We are going incredibly into uh, injecting these into our children. Why into our children? Okay. Well, it's, they and want complete what, control, so they have to, you know, get rid of all the uh, baby boomers and, you know, program all their kids and their grandchildren. Uh, it's just crazy. Well, yeah, there, it, it goes back into, again, if, you, if you're a Bible believer, if you understand Scripture, you can and dissect both the Old and the New Testament texts. You can find the answer to that. Okay, we see in the Book of Romans, we see in other places in the New Testament where the inspired men of God are warning the people who who believe in Jesus Christ and his in his blood uh, being shed for us. It's pretty much a simple thing. By means of sorceries, have all the merchants of the world basically. Mm -hmm destroyed the humanity's mind and mindset. They are basically casting spells through their sorceries. Now, what does the casting of spells have to do with anything? Well, look back in what the Greek word for sorceries is. It literally means pharmakia. Mm -hmm. Now, pharmakia, the, the, the sorcery involved is, is in this initial injections. Now, prior to 1963, you know, in in the World War II years, I mean, there was no, there's no need to vaccine these kids and all of this. But let me tell you, I I did a I did a lecture and this was so controversial. I I got, I mean, 
I was asked never to give it again. Uh, I was in a, a large uh, group, uh, actually back in Washington, D.C. Uh, there was so much political incorrectness to this, they couldn't stand it. But it didn't, they would never debate the truth of the matter. And the truth is this. You look at the, the rise in what's called the um, Rainbow Coalition, the numbers of people openly identifying as gay and lesbian. Now, keep in mind when I say this, I have nothing personally against a gay or lesbian individual. They're human beings. We, we, we should treat them with love and respect. So please don't understand what I'm saying. Don't take it out of context, people. What I am saying is there is a, there's, a, there's an absolute rise in those people identifying as, as gay or lesbian or transgender, and that correlates exactly with the rise of childhood vaccinations. It absolutely mirrors the rise. Now, so I'm asking, I'm saying to, to them in my presentation, what's the cause of this? Well, you look at, you know, the concept of vaccination itself, going back to Louis Pasteur versus, um, you know, the germ theory versus the terrain theory, right, of, of Bill Beauchamp. Mm-hmm. You see something emerging here, okay, that really the concept of injecting a poison in order to, to basically get people to, to have antigens come out to protect themselves has been absolutely proven to be false in the scientific narrative. That guy say that, say that for, I'm going to talk about informed consent. That's the first thing you have to understand. There is no proof at all that vaccines ever have ever worked, ever, ever in the history of science. They want you and to they believe don't tell it. You the ingredients. They don't tell you the ingredients of the vaccines or I would have never vaccinated my children. Yeah, but see, the, the basic lie is that these, these injections create an immune response. That's the biggest lie. We talked about this with Renee and other shows in depth, okay, from, from the, the truth about polio and polio injections, mm-hmm. the smallpox, all of this. You, you see that it's actually uh, an environmental toxin that causes a disease in the first place, not a bacteria and or a virus. And you see that the proper sanitation and, and proper removal of, of chemicals like DDT from fruits, and that makes the thing disappear, not these vaccines. But here's my point. This is what I'm trying to get to with the show today. So please understand, ladies and gentlemen, I understand this is controversial because you have been lied to. And the bigger the lie and the more widely accepted that lie is, the more controversial the truth becomes. So this is going to shock people, but it's a fact, folks. These vaccines are loaded with something called adjuvants. Now, what is an adjuvant? Let me just, I don't want to be too technical here, but an adjuvant is simply a chemical structure, a chemical substance that is produced in the serum to basically give the, the attenuated virus or bacteria, the case may be, added impetus or gives it more more toxicity at the cell level the problem with these various adjuvants and this is in the the uh, not the testing of these adjuvants for human use and all the animal testing it increases same-sex attraction it absolutely does the monkeys became more, you know, women-to-women monkeys, men-to-men. Even they were adjuvants uh, tested in large doses on bovine cattle and sheep herds, and they found 
oh my goodness, um, it affects the hormones in a powerful way in these animals. The hormones are what regulates, and it's God-given. Your cells or your body, if you're, if you're a man, you have something called testosterone. If, if, you have, if you're a woman, you have estrogen. These are hormones that the cells of the body produce to make a woman attracted to a man. And in testosterone, the more testosterone you have, the more you're attracted to women. Now, if you lose that hormone balance, you begin to have attractions to same sexes. That's a scientific fact, folks. I'm not casting aspersions on anybody. I'm just saying it's very likely that if you have these identity, transgender identity issues, you're more than likely a victim of vaccine toxicity. Now, that's the controversial thing that I'm telling you. Ooh, it's, a, it's a bomb that's dropped, isn't it? Can that possibly be true? Yeah. Oh, it's it's absolutely it's, it's, true because I remember back in the day when I had a lawsuit against 17 pharmaceutical companies for the use of thimerosal, mercury, in vaccines. They were talking about how um, four times more boys have autism than girls because the mercury binds to the testosterone. There you go. Yeah. So so please understand, people. I I I have I have. I am not gay myself, but I have I have gay friends. I respect them. I know lesbian couples. I'm not against. I mean, I, I love them as as human beings, not physically. Please understand, I am not anti-gay and lesbian. No, we're I just understand. talking about the scientific I, yeah. aspects of vaccines. So we don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. You know, but um, because we love y'all. <laughs> But I will say this, okay, because I am a Christian, and I do believe the sanctity of the Holy Bible. And when they say sodomy is, is not something that God looks upon uh, with favor, here's why. Because that's not how he created us, okay? In our DNA, our human genome, we have these abilities to, to if you're a man or a woman, you have these these little factories that produce these things. That's by that's what the God of nature intended. Our Creator intended this. So I have a real problem, and I've and I've addressed this with my my uh, friends that are gay and lesbian. I said, listen, you have rights as a human being. You have civil rights, of course you do. But so do I as a Christian. Okay, to understand again the the science behind this, looking at what if, just what if. You weren't born that way. What if see, this is this is where they want they want you to think it's something that you were born with, that it's like a skin color, but the truth is, people aren't born that way. God does not make mistakes in the human genome. Mm -hmm. It takes man and pharmacia, the sorcery of these chemicals, to create the problem. And why? It goes back to who is the adversary of this whole plan? of creation. See, right. the Bible says it very clearly. We are, we, are, we are made by our Creator a little lower than the angels. We are absolutely the crowning point of His creation. He gave us dominion over the beasts of the field, and, and the garden is, the, is this world, to tend it, to, to, to be basically 
partners with God in this creation. Now, that's, that's biblical, foundational, solid gospel truth. Now, the next thing is, well, who is the adversary? Who is this fallen angel who hates and is openly warring against God in the, in, the, in the original heavens? Well, Lucifer, a.k.a. Satan, is that angel. And, he, and he, he can't attack and kill God directly, so why not attack and change and alter his creation? In fact, the human being. And this is the, if you really understand the occult and people like Eliphas Levi and Aleister Crowley and these arch Satanists and the Church of Satan itself, they have one agenda, and that is to basically cause chaos and reverse the creation. And this is what, again, the Bible warns us of this means of sorceries. Are they deceiving? the people and, and, in fact, the world. Now, let me, let me tell you something very, very important, folks. If you look closely at, 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 at the drawings and things of, of, of uh, these art Satanists, you see something called a Baphomet drawing, and it's which they invoke in their satanic rituals. And I'm not, I'm not wanting to... Uh, <laughs> to give fellowship to this at all or give them anything other than exposing them. The Bible says we should expose these works of darkness and have no fellowship with them. And so here we are, folks. It's simply this. On the inside arms of the Baphomet are two words inscribed. These are, these are very deeply dark alchemical men's salt et coagula. That is... Latin, what does it mean? It means it's alchemy to change and alter the human structure through, through a, a mass, mass group of, of chemical structures, sorcery, uh, a.k.a. pharmakia. Mm. When you understand that, then you understand this, this whole agenda. And it's been going on since 1962, and it's been just accelerating to the point where now we have the so-called COVID-19 boosters and mass, you know, double injections. And folks, what you have to realize is this is a culmination now. All of these millennials who have had all these these injections, they've already changed their hormone structure. So we have in the schools, we have critical race theory. Now we have the rainbow flags being flown as being this is uh, more vital or important than the American flag, right? It's all a multi-generational agenda. Mm-hmm. And it's culminating with this COVID-19. I was talking with a friend over the weekend, and I uh, um, won't give his name out. He's, he kind of wants to remain a little private, he said. But he said, listen, listen and as you understand the occult and the whole large scheme of the alchemical Satanist agenda. And believe me, he knows because he used to be part of it before he came to Jesus and, and repented and came out to whistleblow. He said everything in Satanism, they have two parts. One, one they give out to the masses as being, you know, a, a code word, but it's actually a Satanic ritual in reverse. Uh, this goes back to even the Agenda 2030, which 
really started as Agenda 21. You understand all of this is hatched in some very dark, dark recesses of, of high-level world Satanism, okay? But it's but to the masses, it looks, oh, this is all really good. It's all sustainable development. It's all for, it's all these 17 points they put out for the Agenda 2030. On the outset, they all look like wonderful, wholesome things to to jump onto, right? But no, mm-hmm. go behind and really what is translated and what they mean in the occultic agenda. It's basically what I just said. Solve it. To solve through mass, I mean large doses of alchemy, social engineering, to disintegrate the, the fabric and social structure of humanity. Now, mm-hmm. COVID-19 in reverse in the satanic agenda is just just look at it in reverse. You have 19 going into 91. COVID becomes what? Dovic? Divoc. D-I-V-O-C. And I don't want to even hardly say the words on, on National Public Radio because that in the satanic rituals, the heart, the darkest corners of this world, folks, that is invoking the head demon to come and possess individuals' bodies. That's what it means. It when so people say, "Oh, they keep saying I had COVID," or "I have I'm giving a COVID test." COVID, COVID, and they say COVID, 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 and in reality, they don't realize they are invoking that demon's name, and they don't even understand that. I mean, so how I, many times does the word have to tell us speak blessings, not curses? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Just this last weekend, I was following this into uh, what is what is the target of of ninety one? What is ninety one, Divok? Okay, what does it really mean? Well, I'm going back into my original papers and and I that I did a PowerPoint presentation publicly and about the VMAT two vesicular monoamine transport gene, VMAT two, that two percent of the human genome. The VMAT2 is centered on chromosome number 21 at location on the chromosome called 91. 91 is the location of the God gene VMAT2. When I found that, I says, that's what I said. Oh, W-O-W. I mean, holy mackerel. And then I dug into it over the weekend exactly what happens with the VMAT2. It's got a number of different things. It's when you you talk about vesicular monoamine transporter, monoamine is means mono means one, amine the proteins that build your brain chemistry, okay? And your hormones. Monoamines are the things like serotonin, melatonin, these types of things that, that regulate your brain chemistry, and more importantly, open up your frontal lobes where your pineal gland is located, opens up the pineal gland for spiritual experiences. Spiritual experiences to find out, first of all, who you are in God's plan, who you can be in God's plan. We've also been exposing what's called fusion centers. Every time I do a broadcast anymore, every time I I get on on a call like this, I get... uh, some disruptions from my local neighbor, friendly neighborhood fusion center. And folks, we talked about this last week a little bit on the show, 
the fusion centers are really the controlling, uh, basically, octopus arms to basically keep the information from going out. Okay, the label people to domestic terrorists for telling the truth. Check out domestic, uh, what fusion centers are in your neighborhood. All right. So, yeah, we're here at a halfway point, a critical juncture in the, in the program. And we just have that just coming. I don't know what happened. It doesn't matter. Uh, but, but, but the whole point I'm, I'm getting at, folks, is understand this is not an accident. And if you can see the culmination of, of vaccination, the vaccine nation being rolled into this one crown and glory, this, this shot, this poke, I call it the poke. Okay. Now it's not okay. It's it's bad enough that 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 moms and it's to some you know some conditions fathers were just ignorantly told. You want to get your kid into public schools? Well, go and get them jabbed. And so they did without questioning. I mean, Renee's story, your story, mm-hmm. all of that is well. I did it because I trusted my government. I trusted the laws of those who governed me. And so I just did it without questioning. And the story sounds plausible, does it not? I mean, mm-hmm. you've got to protect your kids. Oh, mom, if you really care for your little ones, get them, have science, have the medical establishment give you protection. That's the story. Oh, well, they do just the opposite because they can take your kids away from you now if you don't vaccinate. They, they get very they angry have. with you, and they, and they say are. that you're being negligent towards your child. So that's it's that's a battle. Again, you got to be in prayer all the time and watch watching where, where your children are. Absolutely, because they are. This uh, Again, look at the, the Baphomet statue unfolded. I think it was 2017. It caused a great furor um, there in, and in Chicago and, and other folks across the heartland. The Church of Satan said, I'm, we're going to uh, unveil this in public ceremony. Here's this Baphomet figure with, with all of what I just talked about, the symbolism of the inverted pentagrams, the, 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 the words, you know, salvate uh, coagula in, on the, the, the arms of this figure. And the thing that's really stunning is these two little innocent children, you know, looking up into the Baphomet's face, like we're going to have our children following Baphomet. Um, yeah, they they're definitely have to, it's after the children, because that's where the seeds are sown in the veins and the blood of these innocent little ones. To have this agenda of this novel virus, SARS-CoV-2, as they call it, to have this be put into children who have, I mean, there is there is no instance of ch- children getting sick with this and dying. It's just non-existent in our little ones, ages five, five to thirteen. Our prepubescent children have uh, no risk from this nonsense. So why have this going into all of all of uh, um, even Sesame Street and and the children's television workshop? All this agenda to get the kids, oh, we got to get the shot. Big Bird's coming on board and giving giving shots. Why? Again, it goes back to what I just said. It's the agenda. 
mm-hmm. to again attack the blood. And that's what's happening. So we were well, interrupted. That's where the life point. of the body is in the blood. That's the Bible clearly says it. The life of the body is in the blood. And and then exactly. it, it gives you a whole new understanding of why Yahusha had to shed his blood. Which Yahusha, yep. of course, of course, is a Hebrew name for Jesus. But um Well, let's <laughs> let's let's advance that concept. Yahushua, Jesus, uh we we you know, whatever you want to to, to say his name, he knows. Who knows his name? He knows who we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know if everybody Yeah. Did he shed his blood for for animals or or for no. human beings only? See? Only human beings. What happens if that blood is so altered that we are no longer human, becomes transhuman? Well, then it's if no longer be- his creation. Then there's then his blood is no longer covering us. Is that not true? See, this goes back to what I'm talking about. It is through this salve coagula, the the satanic rituals, to to basically you know they think they can unravel God and His creation and the sacrifice of His Son. No, the fact is it's done. the 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 challenge becomes. Having people awakened to the to what's really going on. This is what my job is. I think that's why we have this radio show, is to give informed consent to people, to inform them, right. to have 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 them understand. So that's we've we've spent almost golly, it's it's rapidly approaching the end time here of the show. Let me just get some good news. We see the I've been following Moderna stock and Pfizer stock. Well, today, early this morning, I was checking Moderna stock. It's I mean it's it's crashing. Moderna mm-hmm. stock is down seventy two percent as of this morning. Do you realize that it reached a high on August ninth of twenty twenty one when it was riding the crest of oh look we're getting back to normal we're having all of this wonderful things happening with our sports teams. Our football teams, they're opening the stadiums back up. It's all because of the vaccine. So Moderna wrote a crest, a high of $484 stock, individual stocks on August 9th. Well, guess what? It's crashed down to about $100 this morning, 72% decrease. <laughs> and and we see the, the, the CEO and others of Moderna uh, dumping. They were dumping their sales shares before – they they knew it was crashing, so they dumped them early. You know, we, there's a whole <laughs> there's a whole investigation going on with the SEC as to you know when did they know it and why are they dumping early. So we see that coming out. We also see the um, investor uh, one of one of the key Illuminati investment groups, BlackRock. Look at who owns BlackRock. Well, there's there's Soros and and the rest of those those miscreants there and BlackRock fund manager. The Edward Dowd is, is he's a BlackRock fund manager. He's now coming out and whistleblowing that all of these key stocks from Pfizer to AstraZeneca and Johnson Johnson they're all they're all crashing, and it could well collapse. Why? Because people I think are waking up. It, it's amazing that what's happening in this all coincides with what's going on in Toronto or, or Ottawa in Canada. Yes. I mean, wow! People are saying. There's something we need to look at here. And I also just want to say this. I put this out to my to my group this morning. 
there are I <laughs> look at the technology and the patents what's called directed energy weapons they're also um they've been used they call them non-lethals right um long-range acoustic weaponry that's what they're calling them too there's all it's new technology to beam microwaves at individuals to basically cause them to give up and go home like protesters well in Canberra, there and I got a lot of, of patriots there to listen to my radio show that's beamed into their own Friday nights, and so I, they send me pictures. Well, there's no doubt whatsoever that direct energy weapons and the microwaves were were hit on these protesters, and now now it's the same things happening up in Ottawa. They're hitting these protesters with the exact same weapons. It's just in a concentrated form. The microwave at 2.4 to 3.6 gigahertz, when you concentrate it and grow it and, and multiply it times 100, what happens is it causes burns to come up right through. It goes right through your clothes. It burns the skin, blisters the skin, and causes you know, radiation damage in organs. Okay, Many of these How protesters... How is that not lethal? Well, How is they that are, not they're... lethal? <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's, they call non-lethal because if you just don't keep it going for a while it just makes people get really hot and like like being inside a microwave for a first second or two and so they usually disperse that's what they call it non-lethal but in this case they kept it on longer than they should so it's causing these burnings and people are definitely sick some some of them are critically ill now but here's the here's the <laughs> the thing that's that's really shocking to me i've said this from the very beginning the symptoms of covid so-called are identical to 5G, 2.4 gigahertz radiation sickness. Identical as to what's studied in what's called the Moscow syndrome. The Moscow syndrome, is it, there's thousands of pages of epidemiology on this, okay? So I'm, I've been saying when the, uh, people, how do you know there, there, is, there is no virus isolated? There is no novel new virus. Why? Because... As a student of virology and the terrain theory, I know viruses are real, yes. Do they have gain-of-function uh, process with Fauci and the rest of these people? Yeah, they make, they're making these viruses in the test tubes as scapegoats. That's the only reason because, you know, no matter how you, you slice it and dice it, you can't aerosol deliver viruses and mass infect people. You just cannot do it. They have to be injected. Now, if they put it into a vaccine needle, that's a whole different story. You can get that that way. But to have it show up through the, the oh, all of this stuff with, in, in air flights and people connecting with people, that's just not true. It's all a cover story, all a cover story for the rollout of 5G nationwide and worldwide. It absolutely is. The first place to roll it out in China was Wuhan. One was the 5G city. It was rolled out. Uh, they, they had it in different areas there. Now we see this brought out in full, full circle with these directed energy weapons. They're, here people are. This is, what's, this is the irony of the whole situation. People are gathering together to say, we don't want these mandatory injections. We're fighting against this. We don't want this. And they're using the same exact technology that makes people sick with COVID. Exactly the same, just at different intensities. All right? Mm -hmm. It just, hmm. 
what can you say? <laughs> wow. Any final thoughts, Dr. True? Yeah, I want to read this one thing from, um, I'm, I'm following him pretty well now. His name is uh, Ezra Cohen. Check him out. Ezra Cohen was fired from the defense intelligence position in the Pentagon. Uh, absolutely was, was left with a, a lot to say, and he's saying it now. Here's, here's one final thing. Uh, and I, he said it so very well. It's a summation. If this is a reminder, and I'll leave it with, leave you with these words. He wrote this so well. Ezra Cohen, reminder that if you are still unvaxxed, you have survived to date the biggest psyop in human history. They elaborated an evil plan for decades. Do you realize how much time, resources, and effort they put into all this? They studied all the possible ways to enslave your mind and make you take the vax. They tried to demoralize you by corrupting society from every possible corner. They tried to vilify and decentralize your mind. They tried to lure you in with money, gifts, and rewards. They tried to confuse you and make you doubt your own reality and identity. That's called gaslighting, by the way. They tried to make you walk on your own principles, values, and ethics. They even turned your closest ones against you. Almost everyone fell for it. Almost all of them clicked in, but not you. Just realize how much bad times you went through and, over, and you have overcome. You never clicked in. You are still unvaxxed. You are still a pure blood. Their tricks didn't work on you. So to all the unvaxxed people, I say to you, cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Stay focused. Stay based. I'll leave that with you. <laughs> for what it's worth. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Chu, for being with us today. It's always a pleasure. And uh, we look forward to hearing you hopefully again next week. And um, by then, hopefully Renee will be back next week, listeners. And thank you so much for being with us today. Um, please visit our website at vacinfo.org. Remember, you are listening to vac in, the Vaccine Information Coalition, and our shows can be accessed later on the whatinacellpodbeam.com or on the front page of our vacinfo.website on the belly of the little boy flexing his muscles. We are on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and our contact number is 954-347-6897. We thank Progressive Radio Network for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth, and Yahoo will bless you. <laughs>